At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Final three hours of your betting Sunday as we welcome you in. It's VSIN Bet Center taking you through all of the remaining games still going on, mostly on the Major League Baseball card. We'll talk a little NFL as we get into the show today, but uh, still, a few games going on, and that's why we've got our baseball guys as we usually do at this time. Sundays here, taking you to 9 o'clock on the East Coast, wrapping up your sports betting weekend, taking you through all of the in-game opportunities still to bet, of which there are a couple. And we'll also preview Sunday Night Baseball as well. Coming up here in just about an hour, we have with us Greg Peterson, host of Daily Baseball Betting Podcast at GUnit underscore 81. We've got Josh Towers, former big league pitcher. Follow him at No Don't Josh and a big fan of when things tend to go wrong in Major League <laughs> Pitching Staffs because it allows him to get fired up. And we'll st- that's where we'll start because we almost just had one. If you were just watching oh, us on, on the green zone, we uh, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, doing an outstanding job as always. Uh, I'm Ben Wilson, by the way. As we get this show started, we're taking you into the ninth inning. Yankees-White Sox, a series that uh, could, certainly could be a potential playoff matchup. If you think the Yankees can somehow find a little bit of traction in the, in the final couple of months, of which they have at least been better since the All-Star break. But guys, what, a, what an interesting one today. A day after, right after you, Josh, got off the air last night, yep. Zach Britton goes to the manager, Aaron Boone, and says, hey, I'm out. Don't give me the ball anymore. I, I don't want to be your closer. Took himself out of the running, which I, I don't think I've ever heard of yeah. that happening before. Today we get the adventure of the just your classic uh, Lucas, Lukey, uh, Wandy Peralta ninth inning combo, and they need the, the Yankees barely escape, leading 5-1 going into the bottom of the ninth. Get a, 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 a game-ending double play ground up from, uh, that was Cesar Hernandez to end it. Uh, we'll start with, start with you, Josh. I mean, you're, you're watching this Yankees bullpen. Uh, what has really been a saga all season play out, and we've, we've obviously talked about this ad nauseum from the team-wide perspective, but what, what did you make first of the, the Britain comments coming out after you got off the air last night into what we saw today where the Yankees, like, they win the game, and they continue to play really good baseball since the All-Star break, but, I mean, this, this can't be. That'd be a good thing, right? <laughs> um, it's, it's not a good thing. And the Lucas Lutke, I'm, I'm still confused. His ERA looks good, like a 3-1-1 overall. But three of his last four, he's given up runs. They turn to him a lot. It's kind of confusing to me, but they put him in leverage situations, and I haven't seen him 
really succeed that much. Now, again, you want somebody to succeed in any role. We have to put them in and let them try. So I'm okay with that aspect because you need to use your entire bullpen in order to be successful. There's many reasons uh, why everybody needs to be such a valuable piece of the puzzle, but also y'all pitching every different situation to be prepared as well. So, and again, there's many reasons, injuries, right? Uh, Extra innings, too many days in a row, and we just created a new one where my man asked out of being a closer's role. Now, listen, he's been paid. He's got a lot of money. So I I, I know that he's not going, okay, I want to be a closer like a lot of us so that I can create this opportunity to collect almost starter money, which is a beautiful thing because middle relievers don't make cash. But you don't see this very often. I play, I'll never mention names. I played with a teammate one time, and he would premeditate excuses before he pitched so that if he felt like he was going to get rocked. And, and, and clearly he wasn't that successful when he had amazing stuff because in his head, he always felt like he wasn't going to do good instead of having this confidence. So he would, like, come up with it. Like, he would make excuses before the game why, so why he might have a bad game. Kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Um... I love this dude. I thought Brett Britton's a fantastic. He had this 97-mile-an-hour sinker. He, you know, we see a lot of guys mowing these guys, pitch with Lance Lynn, pitch with basically one pitch. And Zach was no different. He just used the sinker, which is beautiful because I get you to roll over. The problem with Zach right now is that sinker is elevated. So anything that's up loses its finish, obviously. And so there's no sink. There's just run. I don't need it to run. I want it to leave your bat, not stay on the same plane as your bat. Um, and that's the same with any pitch. So he's having his struggles, and now you're telling me that he comes out publicly and says, I don't want to be your closer. Uh, that tells me that he doesn't have any confidence in what he's doing. And when I watch you fail and then you say something like this, how do I even put you in a game? You know, And I need you. The Yankees need you right now. And then what tone does that set for the rest of the bullpen? You're, you're a leader out there. Like, you've been around. You're a vet. Like, you're a beast, man. And... And now, all of a sudden, you asked out of getting the ball. Honestly, as a manager, I honestly can't really give you the ball very often at this point now because I don't know what's going on. So this is sit-down conversations with me in my office, and then right around the corner is the the, the mental skills guy. There's conversations with him as well. Um, ben, I'll ask you, on whatever whatever Britton said, did, did we have the exact quote? Did, we, did you hear it said? I, I didn't hear this. Well, really it, was in the, just... it was within the context of after last night's game, okay. and you see the, uh, the final score from today in which the Yankees, they closed as high as plus 163, actually behind us at Circa. And if you were an underbetter sweating the full game, eight and a half or nine total, man, was that a, uh, Greg, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Were you on the, uh, the I was today? on the under, okay. I was on the Yankees. So <laughs> that you, was. Did you hear wow. what, what Britain said? Uh, yeah, so it was, again, it was in the context of uh, what happened after the uh, the game yesterday where the Yankees they they bring Britain in to get the hold mm-hmm. and that was his first appearance since blowing the save on Thursday okay. in, in the field uh, field of dreams game so the uh, the exact quote I told him I don't deserve to be out there in the ninth inning other guys deserve it I have not been pitching the way I should be to be out there when the team uh, needs me and or needs wins I told Boone I want to pitch whenever you need me I'll be ready but I don't deserve to be out there in those uh, situations right. so I mean that's I want to see if I can go back and pull it out because now I want to hear how he said it now, <laughs> which I, it might sound funny but there's there's a I feeling know, in know. which we talk they're like there's a be, because part of what he said is honesty I, I mean I'm not talking about trying to tell a story about myself but it, like when the Yankees called me to the big leagues in 2009 and and Brian Cashman called my hotel room and said we want to call you to the big leagues I told him no, and I've told you the story. I told him no. I, I was in a comfortable place. I was playing baseball for me. I wanted to reprove to myself that I could play the game. Um, and I was doing well in AAA, and I didn't want to go to the big leagues. And I said no. I said, why don't you call up Flacco? He's dealing right now. He deserves it. He hadn't been there. I said, he deserves it. Call him up. Um, and again, Cash said, I thought, I thought you would say that to me, which is weird. I don't know how you would know that. Um, I wasn't tapping out for any other reason. I really only approached baseball for one reason in that, that year in 2009. It was, and I'm glad, by the way, I went, but it, it was just so. approved to myself. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it um, worked out. <laughs> I don't feel Zach is saying it for the same genuine reasons as the reason why I said I didn't want to go to the major leagues that year. That's why I want to hear. I want to see if I can find I want to hear how he said it and see if I can feel what he's really going through because he is struggling right now. So it's an alarming thing for me when a player is struggling to ask out of a situation of a role that – if, and again, I don't want to say anything negative about Zach Britton, but your team is trying to make the postseason, 
It's a big series. You guys are out of it looking in. You're a, a competitor. You're a teammate. You want to be, we always want to be our pitchers, man. We, everybody wants to take the last shot. They want to be up with the game on the line. That's what we live for as athletes. And you're going to give me an opportunity again to have the ball in my hand to close the door for our team, to help our team win this game, every game. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why we do this. And for him to ask out of it's a really weird thing for me. You don't catch this very often or see this very often. So uh, I'm curious to learn a little bit more. But it's, it has to be alarming to the New York Yankees as a, as, as a bullpen surrounding a veteran who kind of look up to this man. Um, but the, the, the Lewisic of the world who have been fantastic, who probably I'm sure will get the ball. Did he get the ball today? Uh, no. Well, we like we said, Lewisic got the oh, eight okay. today. But that's, that's, Greg, what kind of leads into now from the betting implications here. When you're betting yeah. the Yankees on a day-to-day basis – and especially until Araldis Chapman, who still uh, remains on the IL with elbow and inflammation. And he's been shaky recently. Yeah, it's too. not like, like he had been a lockdown, with, uh, lockdown guy. Well. Yeah, so that's, I mean, Greg, the question for you, too. Somebody, you know, who you, you know this bullpen very well, and you're handicapping these games every single day. What do you do right now with, with the Yankee team? Who Look, they're still winning games. I mean, they, they win this series, a big series at that, and they continue to be right there in the mix now of the wild card race, and as well as the AL East race. What, what, what do you do here? Is it better? I think the big thing is you've got to take a look at how they're really utilizing this bullpen and the guys that they're using on a day-in and day-out basis because this is still a Yankees bullpen that they've got one of the best ERAs in the big leagues. They've still been able to do a relatively solid job of being able to hold down the fort. They have just been allergic to getting outs in the ninth inning for about a seven-day stretch here. You can't let that mirror you too much because, I mean, it's really easy to get down after you wind up seeing that 0-0 zero to zero game between the Royals and the Yankees go over. I gave that out in the New York Post. Yesterday, I gave out in the New York Post the under in the White Sox versus the Yankees. Mm. One strike away, gives yeah. up a home run. I mean, those can crush your soul as a better. The big thing is, as difficult as it is, you have to take a look at the whole. You can't take a look at just one or two select results and be like, oh, I got barbecued here. I can't go back to it. You have to take a look at everything for the year. Yeah, the Yankees didn't look necessarily so great in the ninth inning today, but you know what still hit? The under. You know what else they'll hit? Yankees money line. You have to take a look at that as well. Certainly you have to have your trepidations in the ninth inning. And if anything, maybe you start to look at live betting, maybe like an over in the ninth inning. Because the Yankees have had a little bit of difficulty closing out these games. But at the same time, by and large, the Yankees bullpen has been solid. And by and large, the Yankees pitching, aside from when Andrew Heaney's out there, you don't want any part of him at this point. But it's actually been pretty good. Yeah, look, uh, live dog today. Plus, uh, how often do you can see the well, Yankees plus one sixty three? Let's I mean. talk about that because, and I'm glad you said that. That's, that, that I think we're we're getting sucked into these traps again as well, because, it, uh, jump back over to the reliever aspect. Thirty three mm-hmm. out of fifty three opportunities this year, uh, the Yankees had to save a game and only did it that many times. So they're struggling on that aspect of closing a game mm-hmm. out. Now that's team related, you know that can be an early blown save early in the game. So they're a little jaded stats, but they do got to clean that up again with this series being a huge series. Uh, because playoff implications, the White Sox are, are in the playoffs at this point, but the White Sox right. are starting to to fade a little bit. And, and, and this is my trepidation with this team in the postseason. Lance Lynn, you have to win his games now because Dylan Cease, we cannot count on Dylan Cease at all, and he turns into a thrower when his back's against the wall. Lucas Giolito has been subpar almost the whole year. Dallas Keuchel, I like. He will be a better ass, uh, asset, a better piece, I suppose, once the playoffs start because he is uh, a Cy Young winner. He's a, he's a postseason World Series winner. He's going to be your second-best play. But this White Sox team that on paper looks fantastic with Eloy coming back, they're not – they're not built to win series anymore. And so, to me, like looking at this game this morning, this was a blind play on the New York Yankees. Cortez has been good. They try to mess him for a second, put him in the bend, call him back. But he's been good. Giolito has not been good at all. Dylan Cease, again, not good. So the, the, the overall like uh, atmosphere in that clubhouse isn't the same confidence. So I'm actually super shocked that you just said – I would have thought the Yankees would have been favored today on top of everything else. But for them to be that big of a dog, I think it's crazy. And that's the thing that we have to continue to look into with these series and how important these series are. This was a big series for the White Sox, and they don't even realize it. Uh, And then you see, like, Eloy Hernandez took strike three at the knees, clearly a strike, and he argues and almost gets La Russa tossed. Like, the White Sox aren't playing winning baseball and as a team, but the Yankees are. And now we're talking about, again, not just individually-based games or series-based games, because – 
who, who we're playing now and who my competitors are playing are very important when we start to handicap the rest of the season. Um, but we got to be careful, again, betting the White Sox, who's in. They're not going to blow this lead. No not, they're minus 20,000. Yeah, they're, the, they're uh, the in. I don't think they're not winning the division. But they're not playing winning baseball. So we can't. Again, we usually see the Yankees line. It's always inflated because it's the New York Yankees. Well, we're starting to see that with the White Sox, and we got to be very careful of that trap. Again, and then the Yankees are obviously playing much better because they created an ambiance in that clubhouse with the trade deadline. With that said, the, now the Zach Britton thing changes everything with that as well because how is that going to affect everybody's approach and somebody that we look up to uh, in the bullpen and as a starting rotation? So now, we, outside of playing each other, we're going to see inflated lines White Sox-wise. We've got to be very careful because they're not as good right now as we think they are. And then the Yankees, who are much better right now than we think they are, might have just hit a snag because of this. This is a really big deal in that clubhouse, y'all. Just as it seemed yeah. like, the Yankees were starting to find a little bit of traction. Usually could have swept mm-hmm. the, the series. I mean, if Easily. without uh, without the, 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 well, the crazy Field of Dreams game which and the corn. Did, and, the, and which game did they win? Was it the Lance Lynn game? And, uh, no, that was, that the, was the Field of Dreams game. That was the Field of Dreams. Lance Lynn thing. started that game. Yes. yes. And, and, and Lynn should have actually started the day before. But Rodon got hurt, and so they pushed him back, which messed up the rhythm of everything. You want to push me back the first day or two of my five-day rotation, I call them five-day weeks, you want to push mm-hmm. me back the day before I'm supposed to start, it kind of alters things a little bit. So, again, the White Sox also almost put him in a bad spot by switching it too late. Uh, we appreciate it as fans. That's the guy who probably should have started it. But we also don't like to be pulled off of our regular rotation and how we prepare. So there's a lot going on right now that, yeah. that for us-wise, money-wise, as, as gamblers, we have to pay more attention well, to. You look at it now, too. And we've seen Astros, White Sox, Greg, and as far as the AL odds, they've, they've kind of toggled back and forth as far as who's actually favored. Right now, Astros plus 230, White Sox plus 275. We're going to get to the Astros uh, after the break because they're, uh, they're in a little, little bit of trouble right now at, at the moment just I gave up. It wasn't they weren't leading. It was a tied 1-1. Just gave up the go-ahead run to the Angels as they look for the sweep. So we'll update you on that on the other side. But uh, do you agree with what Josh is saying there? I mean, what, White Sox plus 275. It's that's basically been the number. I don't think that's a number that's really going to change between now and the end of September, right? Are you would you feel the same way as far as not wanting to to really buy into that number of the White Sox? I think with the White Sox, I need to see how Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert look in September just because the team has been without him for so long. And you also wound up picking up a couple big pieces in the bullpen and Ryan DePere along with Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell, ever since leaving the Cubs, has actually given up more earned runs with the White Sox than he did in his entire time with the Cubs. So that's a little bit of an issue for you as well. And with the White Sox, I want to see how they utilize Michael Kopech because we've been taking a look at it and Josh wound up alluding to it. Some of the starters have been a little bit shaky. Maybe this is a guy that they might look to moving forward into the postseason because he's a guy that has started in the past and has electrifying himself. We've seen some big dogs cash today, including the Yankees. Let's pick this back up after the break because there's a lot more on this. It's very interesting. There is a lot more. And there's also some other uh, potential for some big dogs here in this late window. Also, update you on those games as we come down the stretch and get you ready for Sunday Night Baseball. Dodgers-Mets, big game for both teams. We'll talk about all of that coming up this hour right here on the Sinbeck Center. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Match just sponsor a post and immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. As we are back, just getting started here on a Sunday edition of VEASAN Bet Center Live from our Circa Sports Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Back with Greg Peterson, Josh Towers, I'm Ben Wilson talking all things baseball in our first hour of the show. We'll have Will Hill, one of our Point Spread Weekly contributors, on to talk little MLB as well as some NFL with the first week of the preseason wrapping up earlier today. We're going to talk uh, some about all of that uh, stuff at about 8.05 Eastern with Will coming up. But right now, as we still have some of our late games going on in the MLB slate, we get you some updates. And right now, we're seeing uh, the Astros attempting to pull off a sweep over the Angels. We were just talking about the White Sox, and we'll get back to them here in a moment because right now the two favorites in the American League, Astros one, White Sox two. It's been a good weekend so far for Houston, but... A kind of a surprising result, at least so far, guys. And we talked about the, uh, the the dogs barking across the Major League Baseball slate. Well, Lance McCullers against Reed Detmers, the uh, 10th overall pick in the draft from 2020, who had been brutal in his first two starts. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about this off-air, guys. You kind of figured this was probably, not to you know over-dramatize it, but probably a make-or-break type start for a guy like Detmers. If you get rocked a third straight start... Odds are, like, you just have no choice as an organization. you got to at least send him back down and, and try to get some things uh, straightened out. But today, against a pretty live uh, Houston offense, six innings only gives up one run. And another similarly struggling big-name prospect, Joe Adele, who has had a really tough time just putting the bat on the baseball, comes up clutch, gets an RBI uh, ground out, and able to get the Angels back on top at uh, that RBI in the bottom of the sixth. They just got through the top of the seventh with Austin Warren coming in. So 2-1 Angels right now. And they were guys going off here about as high as plus 170 in the market pregame. Now live, you can currently get uh, the, the Astros plus 165. Live total five and a half. This, was, this ended up closing at about nine. It looked like pretty much uh, market-wide. So how about Reed Detmer? So I know, Josh, you've been critical of just the way that, you know, bringing up guys like that so quickly given yes. the challenges of COVID last season. I know for you, you have to... As to, you know, you like to see that out of a young guy not have his career completely derailed before it even begins. However, he, this has to be a pretty, uh, pretty surprising result. I know it's rare you see, total, you know, these, these sweeps in an interdivision matchup all the time. But still, I mean, the Detmers had not been getting anybody out. Kind of, kind of ridiculous that he was even right. getting a, a third shot here. Yeah, and, and again, I root for, I root for the players. Um, but having been down this road and seeing so many different types of situations where the, the the rush of these guys to the big leagues, he just, he was not ready. And it was, they got fooled by the amount of strikeouts at the level he was at and didn't look at the underlying numbers. I mean, think about this. He went six innings and gave up one run today, which is a fantastic game. And his ERA, and he's only had three starts, his ERA went down to a seven 
one run in six innings, and it only went yeah. down to us. That's how bad it's been for him. Um, so to see him have this type of game against a team like the Astros, who are in first place, um, he's going to probably not sleep very well tonight because he's going to be giddy all night. Like, he's going to have this great feeling because he needed a game like this. It proves a lot. But, again, that's what happens when stop worrying about your stuff and find the successful areas of the strike zone that we can create easy outs. Uh, don't worry about striking everybody out because it's just it's pretty hard at the big league level for that to be your goal. Uh, and he was down today, and he's a tall dude. He has a high arm slot. He works downhill. has a really good curveball to complement it. I think does not have to finish in the strike zone. If I'm throwing the fastball down in the strike zone, I can bounce this thing, and they're going to swing at it because they have no choice. And uh, all, all, all in all, today was a, a great game. Um, still a couple innings left in a 2-1 game. If you're giving me plus 165, I think you said something like that. Yeah. I would definitely look at the Astros. Uh, plus 240 now. Uh-oh, something happened. As, uh, going to the bottom of the seventh. Okay. Uh, we have Christian Javier, by the way. We've talked about him. Interesting usage, but he's pretty much settled into a high leverage, a late-inning reliever type of guy. Uh, Greg, looking at it, too, we got the, the updated DraftKings uh, insights right before this game went off. 92% of the bets, 84% of the handle on uh, Houston today. Not I'm, a shot. Not, not a, and look, there's, there's more where that came from across the, across the slate today. Did you, I mean, uh, the advanced numbers on Detmers from the minors were, were, were tremendous, and a lot yeah. of numbers guys really did like him overall. Were you st- I mean, are you still a believer at this point uh, in a guy like him? And presumably he's going to get at least a couple more turns in the rotation here. I think that Detmers has a lot of value in 2022, 2023, <laughs> moving fair, forward fair. here in 2021. I think that's going to be a little bit touch and go. I don't think that he's as bad as his first two starts were. But at the same time, I don't think that one run in six innings is necessarily what he is either because he was getting 16 strikeouts for nine innings at the minor league level. Was tremendous there. Also gave up the home run ball, though, and we know that there's a lot of guys out there in the big leagues that can do that. All right. Can hit them. We've seen uh, we've seen, we've seen some leads blown already today. We're going to see if the Astros can come back. A top team in the AL, at least odds-wise. Right behind them, the White Sox. We had a, a last thought on them uh, before we turn the page. Look ahead. We'll do that from Josh next and uh, talk more about Sunday Night Baseball because we've got to preview that thing starting in about a half hour. Coming up right here on VEASAN Bet Center. Preseason has kicked off. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with a VEASAN Pro Football betting guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player rewards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college football guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're back. It's VEASAN Bet Center. You can also follow us. Our show on Twitter, at VEASAN Live. Uh, all of us as well, giving out, you know, whatever whatever plays you got going, we want to hear from them, and whatever commentary you have. Like, as somebody just tweeted at uh, Greg, who's by far the most popular Twitter guy among the three of us here in the desk, uh, the Yankee, what did he say? You had a tweet saying the Yankees have the worst b- bullpen in baseball? Someone told me that without Roldis <laughs> Chapman, the Yankees might have the worst bullpen in baseball, and I said... Take a look at the Baltimore Orioles and the Arizona Diamondbacks. You want no part of that. Yeah. If you're getting Greg to laugh and look like that, I mean, that's what Twitter's for. Uh, job well done. Yankees, by the or way. Or this Colorado Rockies bullpen who has the bases loaded with one out in the seven. We, uh, yeah, well, under, we, what do we, you, you, got the, you got the survival if you were an underbetter earlier in the, uh, the White Sox-Yankee game despite a, a four-run ninth inning combined by the two teams. That game stays under. I don't think you're going to be so fortunate. 5-2 right now. Giants over the Rockies right now. Bottom of the seventh. Bases are loaded with one out. And, uh, yeah, that total was eight. So, unfortunately, yeah. that, that, that could be close to uh, go, going over <laughs> right now. Uh, Yankees, by the way, third best whip of all Major League Baseball <laughs> bullpens for the season. So Six best ERA. I'd, I'd say they're, I'd say they're, uh, they they're, right. they're, they're, they're dead. And I think the Rockies solid. are dead last in ERA. They're not good. Uh, I, I always usually look at the whip just because that's a little bit more of a telling sign. And Colorado is second last. Arizona is uh, dead last. So there, you, you were correct. They're uh, in close competition. You're correct on, on that, Greg. Um, last thought, too, on the White Sox before we get into a couple other in-game updates and get you sent, give out our – we do have – there's a ticket here on, on the front of the desk if you can see that. That is a ticket. 
one that uh, Josh has made. He does have a play on the Sunday night baseball game, so we'll give you our thoughts on that. But first, uh, we were talking earlier about more of the issues on the Yankees' side with some of the, the bullpen struggles that they, uh, they had, and notably Zach Britton telling Aaron Boone, the manager, he did not want to be closing anymore, didn't feel like he was, uh, he was in a physical place to be able to, you know, to be put in that spot. Uh, they still get the win, though, today. They take two of three from the White Sox, and there were some lineup issues, Josh, that as you were digging deeper into the Sox side, a team that is now the second-betting favorite to win the American League, uh, you, you've got a little bit more concerns about than when we were just talking about it at a, at a first glance earlier. Yeah, and I haven't uh, – I, I didn't look at the actual schedule for the White Sox. But, again, you're talking about a team who's 5-5 five and five in the last 10, lost two in a row to the Yankees, a Yankee team that's playing better because of belief, not necessarily because Gallo and Rizzo are tearing the cover off the ball, but it just adds protection and creates a little bit more quality of bats around. Um, back to the White Sox. Liam Hendricks has been struggling recently as the closer. Uh, the right play when they, they brought Kimbrell in was you're going to be the setup guy because Liam's our closer. That's, this is our team right now, and we want all the help and depth we can get. Uh, and you add somebody like Kimbrell. But they also were aware that Liam, although very good, uh, is struggling. And he doesn't have the, the postseason experience to, to do this that some other guys do. And when you start to question that a little bit, it's always nice, again, when you can pick up a Kimbrell. But Liam... He, he probably will not be the closer once the postseason starts. They're not going to take it from him now. But thing, there's already question marks, again, in the back end of that bullpen, which they have a really good one. But that protection was one of the coolest things they did. So we got a little bit of questions there. They belt him off the hook in the uh, Iowa game, filled of dreams, where Liam gave it up. So we got, a, we got some questions there. Clearly our starting pitching is becoming a question, which they have one of the best starting staffs um, around, which is nice. But questions there, and, and we're talking about August. We're talking about full seasons. We're talking about now all of a sudden we're a winning team where people are chasing us with expectations. It changes the way we approach a lot of different uh, situations of our game. And so there's a lot of things going on with the White Sox team right now that question marks that they have to one, understand but to, to be able to address over the next month and a half, if that's fair, if I'm saying that mm -hmm. correctly. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the addition of Eloy Jimenez back, who Eloy's a stud. Um, so now we're talking about the, the lineup. And don't forget Luis Robert. With mm -hmm. Luis coming back as well. Also, teams with a 500 record or better, they're 16 and 21 against. Um, so they're not even playing. I mean, they're not, this, this really good baseball team is not playing 500 baseball versus the good team. So in my opinion, as much as I like this team, they, they got a lot of things they have to work on and clear up, which is a good time to address it with a 10-game lead before the postseason starts. The lineup issue goes back today, and I know it's – doesn't seem like a big deal, but Eloy Jimenez, who has been hot, did not like the strike three call looking in his last at-bat. I think it was his last at-bat. I could be wrong there. Uh, strikeout looking. Y'all, the pitch was a fastball, and he's, he's tearing the covers off the ball, so he's getting extended. He likes hitting the ball away. He keeps his hands inside well. He's not really a pool guy. This fastball was a strike. It wasn't even close to not being a strike. It just wasn't a strike to a guy who's getting extended and hitting elevated pitches because it was down into the knees. So immediately it's not a strike to them. So it's called strike three. It was a strike. He argues with the umpire, almost did the right thing by walking away when the umpire told him to walk away because uh, he was a second from getting thrown out of the game. And then he stops and turns back around, says something, but didn't get tossed. Well, here comes Lil Russa protecting his guys. Very important that you have a manager to protect your guys. You have to trust your players when I protect you. And if you're going to argue something that was not worth arguing just because you're hot and you didn't like the call, you put Tony Russa in a very bad spot. I didn't know Tony ended up getting tossed. I thought that he would uh, not. I thought he would have prevented that aspect. I didn't realize. So obviously Eloy did a little bit more damage than I saw. Tony gets tossed protecting his guy in a situation where his guy was wrong. So you put your manager in a bad spot. That's another conversation that has to have had. I bring all this up because Eloy is a stud coming back who's hot right now. We can't let the, the mental side of success and arrogance get in the way of my team, which he did today. So now if that's going to start to happen with him, who is my protection afterwards? Because he'll start to struggle now a little bit because this will affect it. Today he had Vaughn in there. Vaughn never saw the minor leagues. He's also at a point where uh, uh, many bats he has in games, he's never had this many in a row in, in his career ever, right? Because he's out of college. He's he a good player. 
that's not the right guy to have protecting him now that this is going to happen with Eloy. So Vaughn is a the guy they're going to have to move down in the lineup. Mankat or somebody who will see pitches needs to step up because you're going to see a lot more free swinging out of Eloy um, because of what happened and a little bit of this arrogance. And now the lineup has to be shifted in protection of this. But then the conversation that he has with his manager about you need to put me in a good spot. I'm trusting you. Like there's, there's so much going on with the White Sox right now that have to be addressed. And for our aspect, I think there's money about to be made in the short term for well, us the against them. Four games, Greg, against the A's starting there tomorrow. Best ERA in the big leagues in the last three days, the Oakland A's. Three games in, at Tampa. That's not very easy. It's going to get tough, right? Three games, uh, four games at Toronto. That's Those are your next uh, 11 games. Wow. What do you think? Have fun. <laughs> Let's make some money, boys. I, well, I think uh, we've, we've tipped our hand. At least you, you two have. Uh, when we return, Je- there's a ticket on the desk that we've not addressed yet. Josh has made a play. Greg, I know Greg has made a play as well on the on Sunday Night Baseball. We're going to talk about that that next. Dodgers and Mets here on Beeson Bet Center. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. It's Beeson Vet Center Sunday evening here live from downtown Las Vegas. We're taking you through all of the live in-game MLB betting opportunities. Also looking ahead, we'll do that in just a moment, to Sunday Night Baseball. Very important game for both the Dodgers and especially the New York Mets, who have now fallen out of the lead in the NL East. Uh, first, though, as we sometimes do, we see all sorts of crazy in-game swings. That's what we, <laughs> what we live for, really, to be quite frank on the show. Uh, right before we're about to hit a break... Well, you know, we're going to San Francisco. It's it's the Rockies bullpen, which, as we just mentioned, second worst whip only to Arizona of any uh, MLB bullpen throughout the entire season. <laughs> They've been terrible. Uh, Come this, on, is, this is a total, and especially on the road, it's been abysmal. And so with John Gray, who has been the one, you know, him and uh, Marquez have, 
at least been serviceable. Got under Kyle Freeland. And Freeland yes. has been very good in his last 10 starts. Yeah, that, that's fair. It's like they have three guys who can at least give you a respectable outing. Gray was not good today. Ran into a lot of trouble in the fifth. And a, a very good start, by the way, for Alex Wood, who, who shut down the Rockies. But uh, Colorado gets a couple back into the seventh. <laughs> Giants load the bases with nobody out. They get two runs in, still have the bases loaded with nobody out. And Robert Stevenson, I believe that's the same guy, former uh, Reds reliever, right? Yeah. Uh, Greg, yeah. Bases loaded, nobody out. Your total is eight. Seven runs in. If you're betting the over, you're like, all right, we, this, is, this is what we want. <laughs> and he somehow he gets out of it. No, does not allow a run. Gets a, a shallow flyout uh, from Brandon Belts. And then goes uh, strikeout, pop out. He gets out of the <laughs> inning. I hope you're. I, I hope you're not on the over in that, Greg. Oh, Earl. I am. Oh, it's, uh, it, it's it's one of those frustrating just, games. What are you gonna do? Man? Whoever has the unders, like getting kind of excited, and you're gonna get teased, and all of a sudden it's gonna be like two outs in the ninth, and someone's gonna hit a solo. Uh, speaking of overs, though, we didn't. Solos. We did not get one. Well, we we still might get one as this fly ball Uh-oh. is caught on the warning track. So Giants get out of the top of the eighth. And they lead it to 5-2 going to the bottom of the eighth inning. So you're going to need at least a run Who's coming here, in Greg, to push. Yeah. Uh, but in Seattle, a game we have not talked about, we just went over. It was 7-1, to one, total of 8.5, and, and a Corey Seager. Uh, Kyle Seager, sorry. Get my Seagers uh, mixed up from time to time. Two-run homer, 26th of the year. It's now 7-3 as Steven Matz and the, uh, the Blue Jays, who were very slight favorites uh, my, my, behind us, they were... Uh, in the, let's see, the minus 110 range. So pick them on the other side uh, for Seattle. Mariners, again, we, every time we've, we were about, like, I think after this last week, we had basically all amongst us decided, all right, we're, we can officially write Seattle off. Mm. And they come out and win the first two games of this series. What do you <laughs> they won in, the, like a, in a must-have series for they Toronto. They won the first game, too, on a walk-off walk. Yeah. Oh, wow. Your classic. What, what, do, you, what yeah. do you think that pitch was that he hit out? I don't know, because Austin Simber throws, uh, he's, he's your Simber he's your throws sideline. a little bit of everything. When yeah. you throw from that angle, they sh- there should be a, a huge discrepancy. You should never Man. really throw a four-seamer because it's, you don't, your arm angle creates so much movement that you don't ever want to attempt to throw anything straight. Uh, and that's what it was. It was very straight to Seager right down the middle, but he was kind of burying that slider in on him. I couldn't tell if it was a slider that didn't slide or if if he tried to, he's throwing the slider in on Seager right at the lefty, but from down low. And I couldn't tell if maybe he tried to put the four-seamer on the same line as the slider, thinking, all right, it's, gonna, it's starting in, so it'll slide off. I'll take it for a ball, and I'll get a strike called looking. I think he tried to trick him. When you throw anything where your arm drops, you rely on that movement. And when you're throwing from the ground, you don't ever try to throw a four-seamer up. It's, it just doesn't – yeah, 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 physics doesn't help that pitch. Kind of a um, Adam Simber, by the way. Adam, I always yeah. again. I get my Seager Simbers. Uh, I think you were trying to trick him, Greg. You get get it mixed up. It's but a- after last night, did you mention the walk off walking game? One of the series. All of a sudden, four game winning streak for Seattle. They they <laughs> had pulled like back even with Toronto, five games uh, behind Boston. Both Boston and the A's currently tied for the two wild card spots entering uh, play today. I should say after the uh, the win earlier for Boston. And, uh, and Oakland as well uh, with, with, uh, with the A's losing today as a big favorite in Texas. So you have the Yankees now two and a half back and uh, Toronto and Seattle. So Toronto would at least get, a, oh, get wow. a half game back if they're able to hang on 7-3. As you saw a moment ago, massive in-game favorites. Uh, Steven Matz pitching very well today. But uh, interesting to follow there as we get another over uh, that is cashing. I wonder, There's guys, a if, uh, if, if we're going to get another four. Oh, There's Bill Goslin home run off Christian Javier. So, uh, that is an insurance run for the Angels in the bottom of the eighth. Now 3-1. They brought in Rice Iglesias, by the way, to get the final out in the eighth. So you got to love Joe Madden. It's like a playoff game. The team's totally out of it. But trying to play spoiler. Yeah, I appreciate you got to let a guy get four or five yeah, yeah, outs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but how about tonight, though? Coming up in about 15 minutes, Mets-Dodgers. And, uh, yeah, the Mets, it's just... Two what? Two one-run losses in this series so far, and you're just you know you, they've <laughs> lost two extra inning games to a Dodgers team that had lost eleven straight extra inning uh, games. Yeah, at, uh, I mean, look, you figured a team like the Dodgers, the, the positive uh, regression would, and the extra inning games would come eventually. But here you go today with Max Scherzer on the mound against Carlos Carrasco, two uh, two pitchers who are in an interesting spot as Carrasco works his way back from a very long absence, and Scherzer. Of course, headlining the MLB trade deadline from a couple weeks back. Interesting to see the movement here, though. You see the odds from DraftKings at minus 170. I'm actually now seeing just within the last couple minutes, 
and this is so quick because we refresh these boards you know, every every minute or so. Uh, it's now been bet up to minus 195 to oh, wow. Scherzer and the Dodgers, uh, according to our DraftKings Sportsbook Insights, which we got just before we came on the air, as Josh is grabbing his ticket to, to remind himself of what he bet. We got uh, 80, 89% of both the handle and the bets on, uh, on Dodgers' money line. So a lot of people, even though this is a desperation spot for the Mets at home, Sunday Night Baseball with uh, Carlos Carrasco, who's been solid, albeit not going super deep into these games, uh, guys, the, the betters are saying, give me the Dodgers can I change uh, my, on the road. What, I are change you, what, what are your thoughts? What, what, what is your bet there, Josh? All right, well, you had to remind yourself of it. It's, it's not, I had to remind myself of the play. I knew if that was. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a group. It's a team. It's our, it's our VEASAN Sunday night. Oh, we're all in this. Yeah, okay. no, this yeah. is uh, and lunch And Matt Nebert, our producer. And Jeremy Wengel, our uh, technical director. All right. We're going to make this play right. every Sunday as long as we're working together. That is a two-team <laughs> okay. parlay. We took... We took the thank you money from video poker and we rolled it into a two team parlay. The pre the, the pre show get Josh yeah. Towers ready to go on yeah, the air video yeah. video. Poker. And so I like we it. actually got one seventy two. <laughs> this is the Dodgers. One seventy two. All right. With the over, which I'm not a big totals bet, but you, uh, you must have moved the line. I moved the line. It's clearly, clearly eight so. now. It was seven and a half. So we actually got it at one seventy two. That's why I looked actually. So one seventy two Minus 188 188 on the board here, and and obviously, so, you know, obviously the betters are looking at it kind of the same way maybe that I was pre-flop. The Mets are scuffling. I mean, there's there's no there's no other way to say it. The offense it has been struggling. Um, Conforto, who's somebody they rely on or need, a, they really need his bat. It hasn't been there all year. But again, Michael has to figure out how to stay healthy, which is that's the biggest problem for him. And if they can get him healthy, the Mets do have options with this offense. They got some some good players who all bring different. Um, styles, I should say, like Nimmo is probably their best all around player. I think Jeff McNeil is a stud who they move around too much and don't let him get comfortable. Put him back up where he was very successful, which I thought was leading off the game. Brandon Nimmo's never a guy to complain. He just loves to play, and he can do so many things. He also can see, can see the his eyes good. I think Nimmo would be a great dude to compliment Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil's clearly like you know more comfortable leading off. Um, stop moving Conforto around. Let's just get him healthy and let him work. Ask him. Where do you want to be? Like, where do you feel you can work the best counts? Where do you feel like in the lineup that you're going to get yourself in better hitters counts? Because he's not a guy I want to face when I'm behind 2-1 or something like that, right? So I'm going to pitch to him differently if he's hitting three-hole than if he is hitting seven or eight-hole. That's yeah. for sure. Well, right? and so it's a tough matchup, too. And you have yeah. Scherzer on the bump, who's been, Greg, good, uh, good since the acquisition. Are you, you in line here with, uh, with Josh on this? Yep, I wound up taking the Dodgers on the run line very early line, in the right. process because when you get to these Sunday night games, exactly what we're seeing with the line movement, the favorites seem to always get bet up. And if you like yes. a favorite, you've got to take it early. If you like the underdog, you wait until right about now, a few minutes before first pitch. And I also like the over at 7.5. At 8, it's a little bit more dicey, but you take a look at Carlos Carrasco. Now, his last start was cut short due to rain. That was that strange game in which they wound up playing one inning, and then it wound up being suspended. I believe that that was against the Washington Nationals. And I think the Mets actually wound up winning that game, too. So that was very strange. Well, he winds up giving up four runs in that one. And for Carrasco... It's going to be his fourth start coming off the injured list. And really, in all honesty, this is his third. Because like I said, he wound up having just one inning in his last start. And just hard to have a lot of faith in him at this point. Because he has been giving up quite a bit of hard contact. In his rehab, he looked good. He didn't necessarily look great. And for the Dodgers, you had so many guys that are able to come in and mash. Even with Justin Turner along with Buki Betts dealing with injuries. You've got so many guys in this Dodgers lineup whether it be Will Smith, who has really been able to go deep in this series, whether you bring in the other Turner, Trey Turner, who was one of the big acquisitions at the trade deadline as well. List goes on and on for the Dodgers. They all get on base and they all mash. Well, and you mentioned, too, the one thing I, I just wonder as well, in addition here, is thinking on the Scherzer front, you just mentioned we had the two extra inning games for the Dodgers, first two games of this of the series here. Look, Scherzer's been uh, been good even in a in a start. He didn't go that deep, only three and a third in his last that outing. Cut short in, to range, right? With uh, in yeah. Philadelphia, I mean, he struck out six and three and a third there. Struck out ten over seven innings in his debut for the team against Houston. So his strikeout prop set at eight and a half over plus one fifteen at DraftKings. The other interesting prop that is set not at DraftKings, MGM offers this in certain jurisdictions, is the outs prop. 
Now, I'm a, little, I'm a little disappointed. I was just looking this up. It's 17 and a half, but the over is insanely juiced. It's minus uh, 225. But, like, sure, sure, to go six innings in this game? <laughs> I, look, I, I, you know, I, I never want to advocate for laying a lot of juice, and especially in a prop like that, but... Come on, if you're just trying to build some bankroll here, doesn't that, given the bullpen issues and given Scherzer's recent and success against this lineup? Arias on the injured list as well. So. I mean, 17 yeah. and a half, minus 225. If I was living in, uh, in Colorado where I'm looking this up right now, I mean, that's a bankroll builder if there ever was one. Yeah, and he's been a horse. He's been somebody you can rely on. The other thing is this lineup has switched back to the – I'm a little bit more nervous of this lineup, and Chris Taylor alone has more stolen bases than the entire Mets roster, too. So this Dodgers team is built for uh, speed and power today. It's, it's yeah. going to be a tough game for the Mets. What, what was the overnight line there, Greg? You were seeing it more around like a minus 165, minus 170. This thing is as high as 195 on the Dodgers. Yeah. We'll give you a final update on the line before things get underway with the first pitch in about 10 minutes. We'll also update you on the remaining game still in action when we return right here on Decent Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. 